0: all right draft four one two we are getting closer and closer to the big NFL draft party that we are gonna have live at stage a e thursday april twenty seventh um get your tickets there's very few left hanjo huh, we're talking
1: You're like single dick you, you you have to buy them tomorrow <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, we've heard I've heard all day today and uh, my wife uh taped recorded tape recorded um they're, they're giving them away on the X they're doing all, all kinds of stuff so um you get on draft412.com, um, get your tickets, get out there. You're gonna have Meryl Hodge, you're gonna have Travis Margina. You're gonna have more more sponsors than I can even name. But just the food alone, there Permanis, uh, PF Chang's, Calientes, um,
2: PF Chang's, Chang's is worth it, it. Just, just on its own. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, your food, the food that you get there, and then uh, and and also um, Ryan Shazier, uh, Charlie mm-hmm. Batch. And, and the other thing that's really great about this night is it's it's gonna be the first year of many of these. So come to the original, you know, be the uh, be the OG, you know, come and get the first party out of the way here in Pittsburgh. And it's gonna be many good years coming uh, for draft 412. Guys, we did our mock draft. Um
2: can, can I show you guys something before we go on?
0: Yeah. Is it what? Did, did Dave freeze? He went catatonic.
1: Yeah, he he looks like he he got frozen like a like the Iceman.
0: Yeah, Dave, something happened to you, man. But um, <laughs> draft four one two. We're getting close to, closer and closer to the draft. I don't know if uh, Dave is gonna have to re. Dave, you may have to. If you're listening, so you may have to reboot and come back in. I'm not sure what what transpired. He said he wanted to show us something, but uh,
1: maybe he has have- a Mauler's hat yeah. or something yeah. random. Something- <laughs> Knowing Dave.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, well, we'll catch up with Dave when he comes in. We'll, I have his uh, draft or his, uh, mock draft here as well, so uh, we can go over his draft. But here he comes. He just left, so he'll probably be coming back in. But, uh, guys, we all picked the same three uh, guys at the beginning of this draft, which doesn't bode well for any of us because that <laughs> really means that, that it ain't going to happen. But And we're starting to hear rumors now about Bryce Young um, – Canceling the rest of his meetings, and you know, maybe, maybe he is going to Carolina. Um, that could be just fodder again, like you always said. It, it's, a, it's a card game at this point, trying to get other teams to move up in the draft or drop back down in the draft or do what they got to do. But we all had Shroud to Carolina, Young to Houston, and Will Anderson to Arizona. I think Dave's might be popping back in now. Uh Dave might uh he might be having sure. technical Dave, are you there?
2: I, can you see me? Yes. Okay, yes, I lost internet connection. Anyways, I was showing you guys this.
0: Oh yes. Nah, I came oh, in the yes. Mail, huh? Nice. You know, I'll tell you what, I'm I was pleasantly, pleasantly uh it's it's one of the most beautiful draft guys I've ever seen. It's it's really good. Um the, the back cover to front cover, it's don't, just don't
1: beautiful. weep, JT. We're on the air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was, it was a beautiful, a beautiful guide. Um, these guys get a chance, get on Amazon, get it soon. As, as of course the draft is, I mean, we're down to what, 10, 11 days, which is yeah, insanity. How fast this, uh, these last couple months have went, but Dave, we were talking about, we all had Stroud young and Anderson, um, which I said before, doesn't bode well for us. Um, but as we go into the fourth pick of the draft, we get a lot different. Um, I personally took um Anthony Richard going Richardson going to the Colts um from the Florida Gators um Colts Colts do hold a uh they hold a, a big key to this draft because there's chances they could they could move out they could they could take a quarterback they could they can go a lot of different ways so I think the Colts are you know uh, we weren't doing trades in this and I think we all agree that Arizona could have been a big a big trade uh Team as well, but we didn't make trades as well. But, um, who did Jens have going for and and why? I think I think somebody had Richardson going as well. I think you did, um, Joe 412. Joe,
1: yep, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I think that the Colts, uh, in signing Garner Minshew, really allowed themselves a a year respite in bringing in a guy like Richardson, giving him some time to learn, uh, behind a a veteran. And and not that Minshew is going to blow up the world. I mean, the Colts have a lot of holes. Uh, but if you are going to take a guy and sit him on the bench, it's going to either be Levis or or Richardson. And I think in the case of Richardson, uh, he he can take this year and make it his redshirt year and uh, really kind of learn behind a pro. And, you know, at that point, you know, at the end of next year, they can make a decision on what they do with Minshew. But I think that that it's something that the Colts need. The Colts wanted to move up to get and weren't able to. Ursa even said that today. Um, you know, talking about how they wanted to move up. Now they might want to move down. Uh, it was a lot of the same stuff you just talked about, misinformation. But, you know, ultimately I think they tried to move up, but Carolina paid a, a pretty penny to get into, whether it's Bryce Young or CJ. Uh, you know, either way, I think that uh, they, uh, you know, they, they jumped up to get their guy. And, and I think the Colts are going to be happy uh, getting a quarterback here.
0: And you gave a good segue. Dave, you took um, the other quarterback. He was talking about Will Levis. Yes. Yeah. A-
2: <laughs> yeah. And in, in, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm having some issues with the internet in the house, but um, out of the two, I, I, I think they're very similar in, in the fact that uh, I can see both of these guys potentially turning out. To be <laughs> home. Um, you know, they're there to me. Stroud is as close to the only sure thing in this quarterback uh, uh, group as any of them, but I, I, kind of like uh, uh Levis, just a just a tad much um love his arm um I went with him I I again maybe I didn't see Richardson at his best but out of the out of the group of four there he was probably the one I I I, I questioned the most um little inconsistencies that um I think might hurt him uh, along the line but
0: and I, Emmett, I, Emmett, you went different you went different than us you uh yeah. you, you took a you took a guy who, um, as this draft process has um, taken off, he's he's um, really went up the boards quickly. He's a guy that you see, like you have him in the top five. I've seen him as high as even is even the two or three spot. So, um, who who did you take?
3: Tyree Wilson, and the reason I did it is because you know both Richardson and Levis are going to need a lot of runway. So that usually means a new GM and a new coach and, you know, a a patient owner. Um, The underwhelming, the the overrated and underperforming GM, Chris Ballard, uh, like a paranoid mob boss, has whacked everyone around him. He's the only one left. He has to win this year or he's done. He can't afford to put his first-round pick on the bench for a year. Uh, you know, all he's doing is making the next GM's job easier. He needs to win now. He needs to get an impact player that's going to get on the field immediately.
0: And, and Emmett, stick with you. Stick with your pick. Your your fifth pick as well. You took uh, a guy who, going into the uh, the draft season, was pretty much like a number one. You know, mm-hmm. Pretty much was the first guy people were saying he's going to go first overall. Of course, he had some. Um, some damage. I wouldn't say oh, it should be damaging. More damaging, maybe not. It is, but I mean, he's he got in a little bit of a and killed a couple. He was drag racing, and supposedly might have had a a, a person or two from the Georgia football uh, family uh, die. But uh, Jalen Carter, you see, Seattle just you think um Pete Carroll won't let this won't let this guy exactly. Open. Pete, how
3: how how has Pete Carroll made his bones? How did how did he get a Super Bowl ring? right in the back of defense so take the best defensive player on the board
0: and actually me and um me and joe uh we took we took this pick as well and dave you're the opposite of us this time um you took uh tyree wilson so we're all pretty much if you're looking at it now we're all pretty much almost on the same first five maybe different orders but um different quarterback in there so our, our our mock drafts are all all pretty much basically the same as of now um number six is detroit they have a very they have a, a very a unique team this year but they're actually getting better like i say a normal detroit lions team that's picking in the first round they actually got some they got some talent you figure they got um they have Jamison williams from last year only played a game or two um, at the end of the year, he's a, a, a top-notch receiver from Alabama. They're gonna get they got him. Um, Emmett, you took Christian Gonzalez, who is a cornerback from Oregon. Um, he's one of my, he's actually one of my favorite players. Um, as me and um, Joe four one two went down to Indy, I, I I liked what this guy could do. Yeah,
3: yeah. It, the, to me, he's he's the best cornerback in the draft, and Detroit's success with cornerbacks in the draft uh has been very Steeler-esque lately uh and so I think that uh uh, this is you know if Stroud is probably the most can't miss quarterback uh, I think Gonzalez is the most can't miss cornerback
0: I took uh, Gonzalez as well Joe you went with a a cornerback but you you took the one that and this guy is is sneaky because he's when you first started reading off the cornerbacks in the offseason, um, going into the draft, it was Ringo, uh, um, Porter, and this guy has just done nothing but keep keep climbing on the uh, on the draft boards.
1: Yeah, I, I chose Devin Witherspoon from Illinois for a couple of reasons. First, I, I agree with you and Emmett. Gonzalez is the best corner in this draft, but I think that Witherspoon is the better choice for Detroit. Uh, only because of the style of play. I think that if you were to compare the two, um, you know, uh, Gonzalez reminds me more like a Stefan Gilmore, somebody that's a, you know, a finesse player with a lot of athleticism, headsy kind of, kind of player where Witherspoon is old school Mel Blunt, like, except much smaller. Uh, You know, I think he has to put on a little bit of weight um, to get to his uh, maximum abilities uh, in this league but he's got the size he's got uh, you know the length he's got the speed and he can, he's a tackling machine and if you watch his tape he's he literally is everywhere on the field i mean the guy is just, he reminds me a lot of you know of brian branch he's another one we'll talk about a little bit later on in this uh this draft uh, at, at the safety or the or the slot corner position um but i think that witherspoon fits that defense and and i you know that when they traded out uh, a few weeks ago they traded jeff Okuda uh, for a fifth round to Atlanta, that kind of signaled where I think they're going to go here. They're going to have to go corner, uh, at some point. So that's why I, I chose Witherspoon here.
0: And, and Dave, you took, you took a, this is like an old school Lions pick as a Lions for, a um, a good runner in the, uh, earlier 2000s. They were always taking the, the best defensive lineman they could. They did that for years and years in, in a row. But you took, um, you took Jalen Carter here, which that can make sense as well. I'll give them a, um, a big pass rusher to, um, to offset their. Yeah. I, I
2: mean, I mean, con- consider the best defensive player and in, um, in the draft, um, you got a couple things against them. Certainly uh, um, his, his trouble uh, off the field has uh, uh, caused him to drop a little bit uh, from what I hear. And uh, um, apparently came into his pro day overweight and uh, not in the best of shape uh, that didn't impress people. But, his production. And, and I, I just thought that's too big a matzo ball for uh, Detroit to pass up at that point in time. Although Peter King today in uh, on Twitter, um, heard a rumor that Carter was dropping and um, that the Steelers were considering trading up to the nine pick to the bears. If he dropped down that far to get him.
0: Uh. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I would agree with you zero. guys.
2: I wasn't necessarily I mean if you have when you have 17, 32, and 49, and you need you you need some quantity to get this team turned around a little bit. Yes. I keep the 17, 32, and 49, especially when it's um when it's a, a kid who you know ha- has some strikes against them going into this. Um but again if I'm Detroit. That's that's something like I just can't pass up, especially when I'm, I'm not too far away from being a contending team.
0: There's our first team that we're actually – we're all over the board on this one. It's the first time we're, we're pretty much – we have no uh, agreements on this team. It's uh, Las Vegas. Um, tough team to put your finger on as the, the organization's pretty much going through a little bit of a tailspin, uh, starting with Gruden, Danda, um, Carr, um, they basically are, I'm not going to say they're starting over, but they're trying to get a new identity kind of thing. Emmett, you took the Anthony, you took Anthony Richardson from Florida here.
3: When you hear the name Anthony Richardson, close your eyes and what uniform automatically pops into your head. And this is this kid was born to wear silver and black. <laughs>
0: I can't. I can't disagree with that. No. Four. One. Two. You took Tyree Wilson here, but that, that's that's a nice spot for him uh, in in Vegas. And Vegas does have they have needs on both sides of the ball.
1: Yeah, look, let me. I have to comment on on Emmett's. That was that might be the the hammer coming down on the nail precisely. I mean, the you do think here. Raiders, you do think Jamarcus. I mean, Anthony Richardson. Uh, when it comes down to it, but the reason I t- I took Tyree Wilson here is he 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 fell a little bit. I I think that we all agree that Tyree, say for Jalen Carter, is the best defensive tackle left in this draft. Uh, but he could play two positions here. Here's a, here's a guy that can play a traditional 4-3 end, also a guy that can kick out and play edge, a guy that's just mean, uh, has, was in the backfield a ton if you watch his tape. Uh, you know. And this is somebody that I don't think goes a little bit – and the Raiders, look, they've got Max Crosby on the edge, uh, and I don't think Chandler Jones played very well last year. I think they see him at the end of his rope. This is a guy that can come in and give them that, that uh, additional 1-2 punch from the edge but can also play internal. Uh, and uh, we'll see what they do. I just think it's too much value, especially in a draft where you're not allowed to make trades, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I, I might have done at this spot if I were if I were allowed to do that in my mock. So instead, I I, I stuck through and I said if I if if I were um, the Raiders, who would I choose here? And Wilson just offers way too much talent.
0: Do we do we do we agree that um, there'll be one or two trades in the top ten?
2: Yeah, seems to be. Yeah. 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 I'm just
3: lining up that way. Arizona, yeah, I I, I think Arizona's prime target uh, to to move back and and uh, Mm -hmm. and I I believe that Detroit I think is a solid solid target.
0: And then uh, I took uh, Peter Skaronsky here, the best, you know, one of the top two tackles in the draft. I took him for for Vegas. um, Try to build that lineup. I mean Skaronsky to to me and Paris Johnson there ain't too much of a difference. Uh in fact, um Skaronsky's more of a a, a brawler kind of guy that just you know he's he's like a lunch pill guy, go out there and do the kind of thing. I, I figure that'll help the uh that'll help their offensive line out going forward. Um I'm trying to see who else here. Dave, you took Witherspoon here. So we basically are all on that. You know, every, all these guys are all popping up on our um, on our mock drafts right around the same the same place. So, and they have they have um they have needs everywhere Vegas. So um, I could see any of these picks uh, being made for Vegas. Um, Atlanta is it, like you just mentioned the Jeff Okuda trade, which I thought was a great trade for Atlanta. Um, getting a former number one draft pick for for a fifth rounder. I know Okuda hasn't performed as well as people thought he would but um I think just giving up a fifth round pick is worth it it's worth a worth a worth a flyer on a guy like that um Dave you took uh you went receiver here yeah um, I, I think Jackson, it's johnson
2: i think it's something Atlanta needs i think johnson uh, uh in my eyes is the most productive uh, receiver on the board um and i i definitely think Atlanta is looking for, uh, uh for that, uh, replacement at this point. So I, to me, that was one, I wouldn't pass up if I was
0: Atlanta. And us three guys, uh, me, Emmett and Joe 412, we all went with the same guy here. We went with, um, Lucas Van Ness, uh, edge rusher out of Iowa. Um, the film on this guy, he's, he's gets off the edge as good as anybody, um, puts a ton of pressure on, um, the NFC South is one of them divisions this year too that that may be wide open. I mean, a team mm-hmm. like Atlanta could uh, make a couple moves. You I know, mean, you figure Tampa Bay with Brady, um, Carolina's most likely going to have a brand new quarterback. Um, it, it's for the taking in that division right now. I mean, the Saints the Saints have have some work to do. To, this might be the worst division in football, <laughs> record wise. I can't see. I can't see. If he give me over-under teams with winning records in that division, I'd go one. So be, <laughs> yeah. That would be nine and eight. And that, that's – I can't see any of them teams really doing well. But a team like Atlanta could make a, a good push uh, with, with a guy like Van Ness and, and draft well the rest of the way. And Okuda helps out their secondary as well.
1: Yeah, I think that you mentioned Okuda um, a few minutes ago. And the, the thing I like about Okuda is not only was he a first-round pick, he was a top-five pick. Right, yeah. so he's got the pedigree. You know, Ohio State corner is nearly as good as an Alabama defensive back. Uh, in that respect, I chose Van Ness, and in, in the same reason, I think that you and Emmett did was, you know, the, their most glaring need is they don't put pressure on the quarterback, and you can't win if you don't. And um, even though I agree with Dave, I mean, when they traded Calvin Ridley, there's clearly a hole there. Drake London. Uh, was chosen uh but you know johnson is just a different receiver will play a different position for them i think that would be you know that's also something that there's a real value pick uh there but you know i i saw this and i said to myself if i were atlanta what do i need and i can't put any pressure on the quarterback so i took the next best edge guy and Put them on the Atlanta Falcons.
0: And on D- and Dave's uh, thing too. We got that Desmond Ritter might be starting a quarterback next year. You get the young young guy. Get him a young. Get him a couple. Just get him some some weapons. I I, I see both sides of that as well. I mean, from what
1: I'm hearing, Ryan Tannehill might be playing for them this year. <laughs> it sounds like uh, Tennessee's been talking to them about uh, doing some things, and and if that means they get rid of their starting quarterback because they're bringing in someone else in the draft, maybe Atlanta you know picks up a, a veteran like Tannehill.
0: Tennessee's, I mean, Tennessee's all over the board right now because you're hearing about <laughs> Derrick Henry getting traded. I mean, they're, they're trying Crazy. to do yeah, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs>
2: and Tannehill has a stronger arm than Rich Hill. I think we can all
1: agree. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the first Rich Hill shoot a drop tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think he on 57 miles
0: an hour. but you know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> That is the slowest pitch I've ever seen on a radar.
0: <laughs> that, that's got to be one of them. Man. 57 for a major league ball player. That's not even throwing the ball to – throwing a ball to your catcher to get a, a new ball. That's like um, JT
1: in, in at Kennywood at that old uh, speed game. <laughs> in the
0: corner. I always learn if you skip it. If you skip it, it always <laughs> always if you skip it. Chicago. This is a team that we basically um two of us agreed or actually Chicago, maybe three of us agreed. Emmett, you're the only one that went different, but you just went with a different tackle. Um, Three of us had Paris Johnson, and then you had Skoronsky going here. Um, so I no, guess I had cool. Johnson. what's that? I had
3: Johnson. Johnson oh, you, to Chicago.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, we all, all three of us. Joe had Skoronsky So we all, we all see the. Um, we all see, but Chicago needs. They need a tackle. So it was me, Dave, and me, Dave, and Emmet had. Paris Johnson, Joe, you had Skoronsky
1: Yeah, I went Skoronsky just because of the hometown hero kind of thing. The guy grew up in Chicago. His his uh, his father played for the 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 Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's a uh, he's like the the NFC Norris guy. He went to school at Northwestern. Uh, he has positional flexibility, which I think will help there. He can play inside and out. Uh, but you know paris johnson to be fair to the three of you guys is probably the right pick because he's just schematically is just a better fit for what the bears are trying to do not that there's anything against skaronsky but i i think that if i were sitting in chicago i think that paris johnson's better for for the team the way that they play their offense
0: i appreciate that joe i feel validated that's what, what I'm here for, Emmett. I like a NFC NFC Norris. I like it. that's a, that's <laughs> a Norris. The NFC Norris. That's a Chris, Berman, that's a Chris Bermanism. A Bermanism. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia made some big news today. Uh, they, they gave they gave Jalen Hurts a, a boatload a boatload of money. <laughs> with 175, a Load like, of money. <laughs> One hundred seventy-five million guarantee. That's just this is getting. It's getting. Ain't, crazy. ain't
2: gonna help Lamar Jackson.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Nah. That's another. That's a whole other topic because I, I have my my idea on that too. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't see him under center for Baltimore anytime soon. No. no. Um, let's start with Dave. Dave for Philly. You took uh, Bijan Robinson, which that has been. Um, that has been like a rumor. I've heard. I've heard a lot of Bijan to Philly and Bijan to Dallas. Is two of the teams that I've 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 read about. Um, uh, they at the best running back in the draft, but by the best running back since Saquon Barkley to come out, uh, first yeah. round wise, um, this,
2: least- this kid has a nose for the end zone and, and, and Joe sold me on him by comparing him to Shady McCoy, a personal favorite. Um, and if he, 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 runs, does like have-
1: he runs, like he's got the movement, like him, that guy, he, he could be a wide receiver
0: like if, if he does half
2: of what shady mccoy did in the nfl he's gonna have a good career
0: you might have a McCaffrey type uh career too where he gets like 90 100 catches a year he just i yeah. mean he could be he could do it all I, I i can't i can't doubt i can't uh go against that pick um emmett you got devin witherspoon off of your um off of your board right now which is a is a, a great pick for Philly um, Dave, you actually took Bijan. Oh, that's right. We just did, Bijon. I'm sorry, you did Bijan. Okay, um Nolan Smith, me and uh me and Joe agree with that. Nolan Smith off the edge from Georgia. And 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 Joe, there's a couple of things when we went to Indy. No Nolan Smith, his numbers were just mind-boggling. 4 2 or 4 3, it? 4, low 4-3. I want to say was it was at 4 2. I think Four, it was three,
1: seven. Four, actually, three, he,
0: was seven. Than, he was faster than any of the receivers. Um Philly, gives Philly another uh, weapon on defense. Um, you know that. I mean, how close our team is right now. I think uh, that pick makes a lot of sense as well uh, in Philadelphia. Um, as we're moving through this, um, Tennessee. The Titans.
3: But before we move on to Tennessee, I just want real quick about Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia could be a prime trade back candidate because that's yeah, that's, that's, the way, that's the way Howie Roseman operates and. Being in Central Pennsylvania, I'm exposed to a lot of Philly news, especially. Also, as a Giants fan, um, they can go in a lot of ways. Uh, I, I went with Witherspoon simply because, you know, Slay and Bradbury are still good players, but they need but they need players behind them, and that's the way Roseman operates. Uh, why they've been successful is they can pretty much go too deep at every uh, at at every position, um, and if he is going to trade back. He will rip your heart out. So if you're going up to ten, you're going to give up a couple of first round picks and three of your children. That's just <laughs> the way how he operates. And if but we- you know, in, in terms of, of running backs, though, just when talking about uh, Robinson, when they won Super Bowl Fifty Two, here were the running backs on the roster: Wendell Smallwood, fifth round pick; Jay Ajayi, free agent; Corey Clement, undrafted free agent; Le- Legarrette Blunt, free agent. Darren Sproles traded for a fifth round pick, Kenyon Bar- Barner, uh, free agent. Last year was Kenyon, or I'm sorry, Kenneth Gainwell, fifth round pick. Miles Sanders a second round pick, but by halftime he was on the bench eating popcorn. And Boston Scott, who was a waiver claim. Now, I I would love as a Giants fan for for B. John Robinson to be the pick, just so they would waive Boston Scott and stop making my life miserable. Uh, <laughs> But the bottom line is the Eagles just don't put a high premium on running backs in the draft.
0: I, I agree. I mean, um, he, he, when's the last number one draft pick they had, or a high draft pick? Might have been McCoy, right?
3: McCoy, was yeah, two, right. McCoy was and, and Sanders were both twos.
0: That's right. Okay, so that was second second round. They never. I can't even tell you the last time they would have had a first rounder. Uh, running back, maybe it was Wilbert Montgomery. Was he a first? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. Maybe. Um,
2: I, I, think the remember Philly, you, Joe.
0: I think the Philly thing, dude. You mentioned that makes a lot of sense. Is um if we're looking at our mock drafts, even I think a couple of us still have Will Levis on the board. So this might be the Levis trading spot for a lot of teams, or you know, to come up and get that fourth, come up and get that fourth quarterback. As we've all had, I think we all have Richardson off the board. Um, you know, Dave, you don't have Richardson off the board yet. But I, I don't I, have
2: him in the first round. I I'm uh, not a fan.
0: I I can't say that I'm a fan. I just um I know how the NFL is. I mean, oh, yeah. Me, me and Joe were at the uh, at the combine, and you can ask Joe. Every time we looked up at the scoreboard, man, they weren't they were doing nothing but following Richardson every move. I'm sure um, he was, he was
1: the the bell of the ball. It was, and I mean, rightfully so. I mean, the guy jumped out of the gym. I mean, he, but that's doesn't make a quarterback. He has a 53% completion rating. He's only played 13 games. The guy is not very accurate and he doesn't stand well in the pocket. There's all sorts of problems with him and they know it, but it's sexy to watch when the guy's playing with no pressure in his face and throwing in underwear, right? Like there's literally, it's, it's really sexy to watch. And then he goes to his pro day and throws one purposefully off the roof. Like yeah. if you're overthrowing a ball high enough to hit the roof of a practice facility, you're not throwing for accuracy and yeah. your receiver is going to get crushed and it's going to be picked or it's going it, to, it's just ridiculous. He was doing it for show, which is fine. And it was on TV and all that stuff, but it's, it's not what you're there to see, you know? Yeah. And if I were a scout or a GM or a coach, uh, I, you know, yeah, great. I know that you have an arm, but like, this is, what are we doing here? Like, I reminds, feel- reminds
2: me a bit of the people that call the Steelers stupid for passing on the kid from Liberty. Yeah,
1: well not me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we might be working for uh, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty soon. You, <laughs> the, way, the way Tennessee's on. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> the Tennessee, we, we went, we went different ways here as well, boys. Um, Emmett and Dave, uh, you went with tackles. And so did uh so did you, so did you, uh Joe. Um Emmett, you went with uh Broderick Jones mm-hmm. as as well as Joe. We went with Broderick Jones and then um Dave, you took um Peter Peter Skaronsky here. I took I took Will Levis. Um he slipped down on my draft board. And since we're not making trades, which I think like you'd, you'd talked about, I think Philly would have been in my draft alone, Philly would have been the spot where I think teams would have jumped over Tennessee to make a deal uh, to get like a, a Will Levis. But um, and and as we talked about before, you talk about Tannehill and the whole the whole Titans team is basically, I mean, you want to talk about a team totally wanting to turn it around, the just tri- just blow it up. They're talking about Derrick Henry being gone. Uh, they're talking about um, moving a couple of their their uh, stalwarts on defense. They're just they're just looking to, they're just looking to I guess. Blow it up and start over. So I think a, a guy like Will Levis there would be a, be an all right pick for uh for Tennessee. We got our first team with two picks in the first round, and that's the Houston uh, the Houston Texans. And going by what we had, them all we all had them taking Bryce Young. So what do we uh what do we agree with here? It looks like I think all four of us. Just a fir- for the twelfth pick for all four of us to have. The same guy that's pretty amazing but we all have um Jackson Smith Najiba um out of Ohio State um who will
2: prove to be the the top uh Smith Najiba uh in yeah. professional sports I predict
3: yeah
0: yeah I don't think that's really tough to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'll, I'll sign on to that. And of course with all all four of us having that you know what that's gonna mean on draft night
0: dang it no chance not even close, not even close. <laughs> no. we, all, we, we all have to we, take advice we young. Knocked
3: him out of the first round
1: well you know i think here the the point is is you got to get the guy a quarterback or the, you got to get the guy a, a weapon you know if you're drafting a quarterback you got to give him someone to throw to yeah uh smith and jiba is is somebody that i think um will make an excellent slot receiver uh, he played very well behind the likes of Garrett Wilson and, and Chris Olave while he was there last year. We didn't get to see him when he was, you know, uh, you know, supposed to be the, the featured guy alongside Marvin Harrison, Jr. Because he was uh, he was injured. But, you know, S- Smith and Jiba, for what it's worth, um, might be the first receiver off the board. I know in Dave's draft, this would be his second. But the Texans, they you know, there's no more Brandon cooks. They've got to go somewhere and that's an obvious void to fill. So that's why I chose it.
0: I agree. I think, um, I think he could be the first, the first receiver off the board. I think for a couple of us, he is the first receiver off the board. Um, I think the only thing that worries me about him is he had a, he had a two years ago, he was the best receiver in college football. He was basically the Marvin Harrison, how Marvin Harrison was last year. Um, with Marvin Harrison, um, last year he he didn't put up quite the numbers that he did the year before, which is because Marvin Harrison put up a ton of numbers. But you, you want to see a little bit more out of Jackson Smith and But I mean, just going forward, you want to make sure that uh, you know he that one year wasn't just a one year wonder kind of thing. But I, I don't think it is. I think he's a solid solid receiver. Two years ago, he was they, they talked about him. If he'd have came out then, he probably been the top top three or four pick in the draft. Um,
2: well, I, I think he and Stroud were probably as good a quarterback wide receiver combo as many NFL teams had. So, well, I, I really, really believe both those kids are going to be stars in the NFL.
0: Yeah, him and Harrison. That's probably the best combo. No, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Out of ten, I mean, Harrison's ready for the NFL right now. They, they
2: pay well in Columbus.
0: <laughs> That's true. How about the Jets? Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, they haven't got their boy yet, but I'm. Um, for all, for all intents and purposes, uh, Aaron Rodgers supposedly will be a Jet here eventually. Um, they're taking their time with it, but um, we all went we all went different ways. Actually, we didn't Dave and uh, Emmett? You went with uh, Darnell Wright from Tennessee. He's a guy that he's a guy that actually is starting to on, on some mock drafts is starting to change spots with Broderick Jones, and mm-hmm. he's jumping Broderick Jones. He's only a right tackle, though. He doesn't really play left tackle. Um, but the Jets are – Jets are. they got all the uh, – the, they had that young tackle from um, – I'm just trying to think of his name. Uh, slipping my mind. But the, the, the Jets got a decent um, build on their offensive line. He would, he would add nicely to it. Joe, you took Paris Johnson here, which is a little slip, but if he's there, that's a great pick for the Jets uh paris johnson i took um i took elijah cansey i took the the, uh, defensive tackle from pitt um i've been reading a couple things where the jets Jets supposedly are high on him which means it probably won't take him i know but uh i think elijah cansey adds a lot to their defensive line and i think cansey has a chance to get drafted higher than maybe people think just because we talked about this the aaron donald effect like he's built like him he ran a good forty time. You know, teams don't want to pass on the on 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 the on the guy like that on a guy like that. So it's almost like the Alabama, the old Alabama running back thing when the running backs came out of Alabama every year, but they took them, and for like three straight years they were terrible. When you had Trent Richardson, um, I think the first good running back that came out of Alabama recently was Ingram. After all the other guy, Trent Richardson is the guy from uh, Eddie Lacy. Uh, the Bama Bama running back started getting a bad a bad look. Then they, they turned it around with these last couple guys, of course, with um uh, Derek Henry as well.
1: Yeah. The one thing I would say in mine Emmett's and Dave's defense on the offensive line, uh, you mentioned it earlier on in your comments, if you're going to get a 97 year old quarterback that you're paying $50 million to, to, to play, you're going to defend him. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to want to have, so whether it is Darnell Wright or whether it is Paris Johnson or any of the other, uh, tackles on the board. They're going to want to shore that up. Their defense is, is already really good, you know, one of the best in the league. And so I thought that they would spend a little, you know, a little bit of their their uh, their draft chits here and they're uh, uh, bol- bolstering the offensive line.
0: I agree with that. I, I think um, – I know like Quinn and Williams, um, they were having problems, but I think he just did sign his uh, extension there with uh, the Jets. Um, I just figured you get can see you get that chance at that that four three defense with two great defensive tackles to go to go along with their edges and then um I could see that though too and and what is the hold up on the Aaron rodgers thing right now what is the is it just a did it get game of cards there as well basically I think the
1: hold up on Aaron rodgers is Aaron rodgers.
0: Just being Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> just being Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it sounds like the you know the Packers are asking for too much, and the Jets are now in a position where they've you know they're, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. They've got to you know either give them that you know king's ransom or try to find another starting quarterback. And I don't think they want to go into next season with their current starting quarterback. Um, so you know I, I think they're just trying to negotiate there. I think that's why we saw the Elijah Moore move. When when they moved uh, Elijah Moore to Cleveland a couple of weeks ago and picked up a second round, for that that gives them two twos uh, that they can play with, and I think that they're trying to tempt um, you know the, the the Packers with that. But there's rumors about the Packers asking for a first round and then contingencies, and That's if true. he doesn't play and if he retires, we get that back. And although they're kind of crazy, it's a standard craziness that hopefully we'll all be sick of. I know we're all sick of already. But at least it'll be over before the draft. So well, like, minus nine days and counting. Hopefully,
2: this weekend I spent the entire weekend in a completely dark room, and it it offered me clarity. <laughs> so I I can see it happening soon because of that.
1: <laughs> Crystal clear. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Bill Belichick's on the clock now, um, and and we go. <coughs> we, it looks like we all have the same, pretty much the same ideas. Um, with, with what New England will do, I actually, this is one of my guys that slipped in the uh, draft is Devin Witherspoon. I have New England taking them. Uh, Witherspoon, is, he dropped in my draft board, um, which I think New England could use to help at the cornerback position. Uh, the Redskins took some line. Um, they they drafted the first round last year. They drafted um, Cool Strange, which was out of the blue, uh, a guard that was a guy that wasn't in many mock drafts and even in the top three rounds. Um, Joe, you talk Osiris Torrance, who's a guy we, we, we talked about earlier on um, in the off season. And he's a, he's a guy that you got to could really help a team like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, their offensive line play last year was abysmal. Uh, and, you know, I think that the Cole strange choice, I mean, um, look, it could be a tackle here. It could be a guard. It's let's face it. It is bill Belichick. He could trade out. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy is uh, as, as, uh mercurial as they get and so i i chose torrance just because i think the focus there for 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 the the patriots has got to be a rebuild on that line but you know they need other positions too. a corner does would not surprise me uh in the least i just you know i couldn't trade out for bill so i took my choice and put him on the offensive line on the other side of their center
0: not tra- not not trading actually it's it's rough because i mean there's Couple moments where you look at the board and you're like, oh man, this guy's still here. And that's what you know that's the teams will be jumping up and trying to do something like that during the draft. Um, Lucas Van Ness, that's who you took, Dave. Yeah. Got a yeah. pass rush.
2: Heady player, good production. Although <laughs> this might be the one with all the uh the headlines, uh, the last couple of days of the Belichick Jones uh, split. Um if that is all true and, and he's headstrong on getting Jones out of there, maybe this is where, you know, the overrated Richardson uh, might end up at that point. But um, I, I think to me, Van Ness, uh, the, the the depth in, in edge rushers in this draft is just incredible of guys that could just come in and be productive. And, and certainly he, he being one of them, but this, this could be one. Who knows? Maybe Rogers finds a way to New England.
0: That would be that would be insanity. Um,
1: Please, God, no.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if I can. Play.
1: <laughs> I might stop watching the NFL. Yeah,
0: and then Emmett, you took uh, Skoronsky here, which um, that'd be a little bit of a fall, but nothing, nothing humongous. Like I got a guy that coming up here in the twenties that teams have already taken off the board. That he was my guy. He's my big. Every every draft has that one guy that falls, and I have. a and, Every, everybody, every year there's that one guy. They're like, where's he at? Why didn't he go yet? Um, and and at 14, it's a great pick. Um, and that's your fourth tackle taken, too. So, right.
3: and, and I gave a lot of thought to Torrance. Um, but I went with Skoronsky because I just thought tackle probably. Um, I, I think the jones Belichick thing is overblown by the, the mere fact that they brought in Bill O'Brien – Uh, who worked with him at Alabama. So, uh, you know, if if I I would have to think that between the two, Belichick and O'Brien had to have some kind of conversation as to who's going to be quarterback. And for all of the justified uh, angst over Kenny Pickett's offensive coordinator, at least he had one last year. Jones didn't even have that. He had a special teams coach and a defensive line coach calling his plays. So uh, I think – Bringing in <clears throat> O'Brien, beefing up the offensive line is a signal that they they realize their offense just isn't getting it
1: done. Yeah, you know what, Emmett? I think that you you hit the nail on the head too, and I, I think that JT hinted on it a little bit before. Um, misinformation equals the New England Patriots, and <laughs> if you're if you hint at the fact that you might not have uh, a good relation with Mac Jones, maybe this is a place where Tampa Bay at 19 tries to trade up and you mm-hmm. get something you can move back four or five spots. fill it and you were never going to take a quarterback but it's a it's a head bob uh you know and it's it's something that a team just below that might want to try to grab a a richardson or a levis or whoever's left there needs to trade up and you're sitting there you don't mind moving back five spots and picking up some more draft capital
0: that's that's a very good point um and and belichick has ways of doing that where you'll you'll see the there's there's a couple years there when they were winning super bowls that they seem like they drafted had 11, 12 draft picks out of the blue. just Always always on the clock, it seemed like. Um, before we go on with pick 15 with the Packers, I'm going to talk again once about the uh, draft party. April 27th, Stage AE, if you're listening in. Uh, very few tickets left, so get on the site tonight, tomorrow. Get your tickets as soon as possible. Um, get out there. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of everything going on there. We have um, sponsors from basically – uh, we have like a race car, uh, a, a race car track. We have food. We got uh, Key Bank. We got we got all kinds of different things going on. Dicks.
2: you got Calientes. Calientes was my go to Lent Friday
0: uh, oh, yeah. meal.
2: So to you. have them there, that is the best uh, best pizza uh, <laughs> there is in Pittsburgh
0: right now. I think the owners or something is in Italy right now going uh, for that best best pizza in the world contest again.
2: So, he won. He won it.
0: Hey, pizza for
2: you. Yeah, you yeah. want it.
0: That's phenomenal. Yeah. Green Bay, the team that we were uh, just talking about earlier, about moving Aaron Rodgers, what they're going to get. Um, three of us took the same guy here. Joe, you're the only one that was different. You took Miles Murphy, uh, Edge from Clemson. The other three of us took um, the tight end from Notre Dame, Michael Mayer. So. well
1: i went i went miles Murphy for two reasons i mean one is uh even though there's a demonstrable need for a tight end in Green Bay this this tight end class is very deep and i think Green Bay could use a, a mid first round pick on someone that has a, a, a you know a little bit more demand and when we talk about demand in the first round it's it's cornerback, it's quarterback, it's left tackle and it's edge. And with Miles Murphy slipping to 15, let's face it. I mean, Miles Murphy could be very easily a top 10 pick, um, you know, even a top eight pick uh, in many respects. I mean, he's got that. And I think that, you know, it's something that Green Bay desperately needs. And I think that to sacrifice and step away, even though they might not get a mayor or a Kincaid in round two, it's a way for them to, um, you know, get that that pedigree guy, that first round talent guy and then pick up a you know a tight end a little later that'll do almost as well. And frankly, to be fair, I think this is the place if the Steelers are going to trade up. I know we've heard a lot about the Bears at nine and the Jet, that's going to be really expensive. What they want to do, if they're going to really try to jump at a tackle or a corner, and I know we're all talking about Joey Porter Jr. here, they got to get in front of the commanders. And this is not that expensive to move up to. Green Bay slides back to, they're not going to miss out on much. But you know because we're not doing any Trades for our mocks. So I went ahead and, and predicted it was it was Miles Murphy here.
0: And and you're right about the tight end class. Um, it seems like every time the more I keep reading, you're seeing Darnell Washington's name popping up, uh, moving up the draft boards. Um, there is like about a three or there's three or four tight ends that literally could go in the top two rounds now. Where. It'll be that, more.
3: It'll be more than that. I did the tight ends for the draft guide. It's sick how deep it is. I mean, it's there are guys that are going to get taken in the fifth and sixth round that will see significant playing time. Um, and there's one guy, you know, I don't know if you caught much of his act in Indy, who is my personal late round favorite, and that's Will Mallory uh, of Miami. I love him. Uh, he's just a smooth athlete, and and as I put in the, in the guide. I think once you get him away from the dumpster fire that was the U, uh, you're going to see a lot more production out of him. But yeah, they, they, they there's going to be guys signed off the street that are going to make teams at tight end this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it last year's tight end class wasn't that great, so this is like a, a good bounce back year for the tight ends. Um, and like like you said, every time I keep reading, I mean, that door now Washington's flying. I think he might. He could go in the top, easily go in the first round now, they're saying. Um, And he was just an afterthought at Georgia, basically, because Brock Bowers was their, you know, their main man. Um, Washington, you just mentioned them, uh, Joe, uh, the Commanders. Um, This would be where where Steeler fans might, the ones that want Joey Porter may be like, oh, man, like that kind of thing, we're one pick away. You have them taking Joey Porter here. And that's without trades, of course. But do you think this is where Porter will go?
1: Well, I do. And I think that's unfortunate for the Steelers because as we've gone through this draft, I mean, I think that we can all agree that the Steelers need a corner and a left tackle. And in my mock and in many of your mocks, all of the you know, pedigree tackles and all of the corners with Porter going off here with for me are off the board, you know, and the Steelers sitting at 17 need to move up to get that. Or if they're sitting there at 17, they might as well move back, you know, and try to find a Tampa that'll come up or a Buffalo Bills that'll come up and gather additional capital. I think mean, Dave made a really legitimate point earlier by saying this is this is a deep draft and this is uh, a place where the Steelers need more picks, you know, and you hinted, and, and I, I don't want to give up my next pick here, but since we're talking about it, you know, I've, I have the Steelers taking Darnell Wright because he's the best next tackle on the board there. At seventeen, but writes a he's a right tackle. He's played left tackle, but he's a real stalwart right tackle. And the Steelers just paid okor for you know a way too much money to play right tackle for them. Lat, you know last year and, and for the foreseeable future. So they need a true left tackle if they're going to do it. And I just think that this is the unfortunate reality that you know the Commanders step up and take who I think most Steeler fans would would. Be cheering to have on the team, and you know I hate to be Debbie Downer, but I think he goes right here.
0: I took Joey Porter Jr. as well, and I, I see the same thing as, as you did with um, uh, Commanders good defensive line. Their, their secondary has been their their downfall the last couple of years, and uh, Porter being there at this pick. Uh, sorry, Steeler fans, but um, I think that's, I think he goes there as well. Dave, you took Cam Smith from South Carolina. He's a guy that. He's been. He, I've seen different mocks with him. He he started off pretty high, and then he's um a guy that's you see him a little bit everywhere in the first round, though, and, and sometimes even early in the second. But but Cam Smith could be a, a guy here for Washington. He's a, he's a bigger guy, um, not a bad pick for Washington there. Um, and then Emmett, you took you just retook Cyrus the yeah, guard from Florida. Yep. Um, can't really go wrong with any of these right there. Um like I said, if we if we had the, the if we had a glass ball and we could pick everything right, I, I would that would be amazing. because I don't think anybody you have a better chance of winning the lottery than you do uh getting the 32 picks, 31 <laughs> picks right, actually you now. But um Pittsburgh is on the clock, people. We already know that uh Joe took uh Joe 412 took um Darnell right, which I could see that. I had a guy that slipped a little bit on my board and he's slipping for real uh broderick jones from georgia he'd be the left tackle um do i think he'll really be there i still think the tackles will be a necessity the sealers will have to move up but uh, the way my draft board worked out with no trades he slipped down to the sealers um dave you took joey porter jr
2: yeah yeah i had him up there certainly i think it would be a home run pick um although i went back and forth i i I know Emmett will roll his eyes as I say it, but um, Kuiper went with Zay Flowers. I would love to see the Steelers take a, a wide receiver at that point. It's not going to happen. I know they need the cornerback more, which is why I took Porter.
0: Um, Did you have Jordan typed up on your computer? Jordan was
2: <laughs> Jordan was hopefully in there. <laughs> you know, and I, again, I do think that offense needs more, a little more firepower at the receiver position. Um, and it's very tempting with both of the, those receivers on the board. Um, to me, they're going to be two successful wide receivers in the NFL. Um, but cornerback is what they really need. Uh, if Joey Porter is not there, anything comes into play. Um, but uh, if Porter's there, which I had him to me, that's that's the pick that would help them the most.
0: Emmett, I mean, you took a cornerback that I actually. I'm really starting to like this kid. Um, did really well with the combine. Um, Joe, me and you were talking about him there. That Deontay Banks from uh, Maryland. That, I don't know why, but when you say that name, Deontay Banks from Maryland just sounds like a Steelers pick to me. It just has that feel to it.
3: That's why I went there. It was just a gut feeling. Uh, I, I went through se- several permutations of the Steelers pick. Uh, one area which You know, well, one, because there was no one on the board, but, you know, one thing I really didn't give serious consideration to was was a tackle, if there had been one there. Because the Steelers, if nothing else, are stubborn. And they may not say it publicly. It may not be at the front of their brain. But somewhere bouncing in the back of their heads, they're going to say, screw you guys. Everyone that tells us our tackles aren't good enough, we're going to show you. And I... I don't, I won't be shocked if they don't take a tackle uh, in day one or two, or even, you know, well, you know, they don't have a lot in the middle, but um, I settled on banks just as a position of need and just a good, you know, a, a hunch that that that's who they'd be looking at.
0: And while we're, while we're here with the Steelers, let's, as we're getting a little caught up with time here, let's, let's, I'll talk about our 30 uh pick 32 for the uh, for the Steelers um now that we're, while we're here um Emmett you took I think we a couple of us actually took this guy right here um Maisie Smith defensive lineman from Michigan would be the second pick you had for the Steelers um, I have Maisie Smith as well um I'm trying to see here Dave you took um I'm trying to get these – I got these all everywhere right Anton now. Anton Harrison,
2: uh, tackle out of Oklahoma.
0: That's right, Anton. That's right, Harrison. That, that, that's what uh, Joe was commenting on whenever you smuck that tackle in at the end of the uh, first round. Um, and then, Joe, you took Ringo from Georgia.
1: I did. You know, I think the Steelers missed out on the corner that they would want it. I think they need I, – I honestly think that Omar Khan, this is – This is first draft. He's going to want to put his mark on this team. He wants to show people he'll he'll draft differently. He brought in Andy Weidel for a reason. Andy Weidel likes big uglies. I expect Andy Weidel and and Omar Khan to not only take an offensive tackle in the first or second round, but a defensive tackle in the first or second round, which is why I've got Maisie Smith um, with the second pick that the Steelers have in round two. Now, I know he might not make it that far, uh, but you know, I I believe that Ringo, um, from a pedigree, should be a first round pick. Not they need a corner, the guy's big, and I know that the knock on him was he's he got tight hips and he hasn't been able to, you know, he loses, you know, uh, momentum out of his breaks, but that's a technique thing, you know, you can be taught that, and not that he wasn't taught that in Georgia, but he'll learn that in the pros, he'll have to play that in the pros, where in college, he just on his. You know, four, three, six speed and six foot three size, he can make mistakes and get away with it. That's not going to happen in the pros. Now, you are going to get a DB coach in there, turn him around, and that's why I think he slips just outside of round one. And the Steelers are sitting there and and are gifted a guy who could be around one corner.
2: That's now, do his team. teammates mock him for tight hips?
1: I don't know. I'm not on the team.
2: All right. <laughs>
3: And, yeah, that—that's the other cornerback, Shakira. <laughs> her
1: her hips don't lie, Emmett. And, you know, don't.
3: I, I want to, with with uh, with my mock draft, I want to apologize to Dave for breaking his heart and torturing him, uh, because with the last pick in the first round, I had Kansas City taking Jordan Addison. So from eleven o'clock Thursday night. Until seven o'clock Friday, he's going to be muttering, walking around, saying what might have been. I'm going to send man. you to
2: a dark room for a weekend. So
3: <laughs> With that what, or whatever he- <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: going to be your point. Now, if Cancy is available at 32, is
1: that a possible Steeler take?
3: I don't think it's a fit.
1: Yeah, he's more of a four-three guy. He yeah. could play. Like, and they, but you know, they, they did that with Leal last year. They, they got a guy that was, you know, it, it, they put him in that defensive end position. Uh, could he play there? Yeah. I mean, I, but I don't think I agree with them. And I just think schematically, he ends up in a, in a, in a four three somewhere.
2: Okay. Besides,
1: then who, who gets to wear eight? <laughs> I
2: think at that point, the NFL adopts the college rule of you can have, Numbers, numbers on offense and defense, yes. um, which I think would be uh, great for Pittsburgh to adapt. That. Who do you retire? Who do you retire when you retire number eight for Pitt? Oh. Is it a dual
1: retire? I doubt
0: either of them get their uh, number. Retired. I, I don't.
1: I don't know what we're talking about here.
0: <laughs>
2: well, you know, Kenny's certainly going to get his number retired by both the Steelers and uh, Pitt. But can you include cansy just to be a nice guy?
1: Oh David David, David. You did spend a weekend in a dark room with some doctor, <laughs> didn't you?
2: It does amazing things for your head.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could tell. <laughs> my, my
2: hips are a little tight though. That's the only problem. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's that kind of
3: it's that kind of take that's gonna that's gonna win you a big jar of pickles.
2: <laughs> oh stop with the pickles. No, he, with the pickles no, he likes avocados. Demon yeah. food. It's demon food. Demon food
0: but that pick 18 uh Detroit we, we, we have two 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 uh players here two of us have um Nolan Smith the edge from Georgia and two of us have Bijan Robinson uh the running back so two of us agree with each other here um Joe I think believe me and you took about uh, Bijan here and after losing Jamal Williams this is this could be a nice real nice pick for them
1: well you know they they haven't had a strong runner since barry sanders they've they've drafted a few and because of injury and other reasons they didn't pan out Uh, like deandre swift more recently is injured he's just injury prone and when he plays he plays well and in the departure of jamal williams they need to fill that void and someone like bijan robinson can come in and really help a guy like jared goff who's more of a game manager he does have the ability to throw the ball down the field a bit, but you know, you know, I, the way that I I think he can help that team, and the you know the the fact that I think it's a, a it's a position of need. This is far enough down in round one where you, to take the best running back off the board makes a lot of sense, and they've got they've got the draft capital to do it. So, you know, they they've already got their guy up top, and 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 now they get a chance to get uh, Robinson a little bit later in the draft, almost uh, at the end of round one here.
0: There is a different feel to this Lions team. It's been a while since you had this. And there's, like I said before, Jamison Williams was a, a, a wasted, wasted a year last year being hurt, but they knew that going in. So you basically got like another number one draft pick coming back. Uh, Cause he was the number one draft pick last year. And he didn't get to play much for them at all. Um, so you had Williams and you add, um, if we add Nijon plus like a, a Jalen mm-hmm. Carter, or whoever we had going earlier with them, that's a, that's a hell of a, uh, a hell of a uh, three guys to add to a team that that made some made some headway last year with Jared Goff a quarterback. Tampa Bay, this is another team that's man, where did they go? Tampa Bay was uh, they're a big rumored team uh, to be moving up because of uh, quarterback issues, of course. So we don't do trades in this draft. Uh, Dave, you took Broderick Jones here. So Broderick Jones slipped even further in yours. He did in mine. Their, their offensive line was terrible last year. Um,
2: And, and he was, he was a guy I kind of was going, uh, (coughs) considering with the 17 pick for, uh, uh, for the Steelers. As I said, I thought Joey Porter is, is the one that can come in and, and make them better early. But uh, Broderick Jones is certainly a very talented tackle and, you're right, Tampa Bay was was awful with an aged quarterback, and it showed.
0: We have that. Um, Joe, you took – this makes sense here, too. Will Levis, of course, and Tampa Bay, Um, they, they def, desperately need a quarterback. There's no doubt. Um, you
1: know, I think the Will Levis pick allows them to do two things. I mean, they signed Baker Mayfield, and Mayfield will start this year. Levis can tutor behind him on the bench and if mayfield fails and there's a chance for levis to see the field there's a possibility he 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 can get on the field this year but then takes the pressure off of him in the same way it would take the pressure off of richardson to play behind a veteran uh, and learn while he can from the bench and you're right tampa even though they're drafting this far down they need a lot they lost a lot uh and they could do a lot of different things here but because of the no trade stuff we have in our mock it just so happened that levis slipped here um and so I couldn't pass them up if I were in Tampa's position. This is who I would choose, but there's plenty of other places they can go.
0: Um you took them as well, Emmett. You took uh yep. Lester as well. Um and, and you agree with Joe with with that trades. I mean, chances are he probably gets someone probably moves up. You know, we don't do trades, so uh and Tampa could be that team that does move up and gets them. Um they 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 want a quarterback bat. I took Dornell right here to tackle from from uh Tennessee um as a right tackle. Like we already uh talked about their their offensive line was probably one of the worst offensive lines in the year in the in the league last year. Uh, at twenty Seattle we already picked once for them. Uh Emmett, you took this would be a nice pick too. Quentin Johnson um this is after in your in your mock you would have gotten Jalen Carter too. So nice little uh, haul there for Seattle.
3: Yeah, uh, they need a receiver, and Quentin Johnson fits the mold of what they like. It was
0: that simple. Dave, you took Zay Flowers. Yeah.
2: I think he certainly is uh, was an effective receiver last year. I think he's going to be a nice fit in there. As I said, uh, you know, Kuiper and a couple uh, couple others had uh, the Steelers taking him, but uh, um, I think he's going to be a nice fit down in Seattle.
0: And close close your ears, Dave, because uh, Joe took Jordan Addison um, out of Pitt.
1: <laughs> uh, that's that's Southern Cal, by the way.
0: Oh, that's right. You know what yeah. I? You what know, in his correct in correct his
2: press conference, he said right, a Pitt. he I'm didn't sorry. say hail held a USC. No. Nah, well, he's he right, asked right. for that's Kenny funny. to come save him.
0: out of USC. Even though if he was getting his uh, college jersey retired, David, you would say he was from Pitt, not USC. Pretty year. Yeah.
3: The pretty year yeah, he had but in his bio forever on the NFL we'll say Jordan Addison.
0: Yeah, USC.
1: Southern Cal. That's well, true. you know, I, I took Jordan Addison here because I agree with with Emmett and Dave. This is a wide receiver. They need a wide receiver spot. Lockett's getting a little long in the tooth. Uh and I thought Addison brought something different to the game there. He could bring um, you know, uh, a, a guy who's a precise route runner who will play the slot for these guys opposite of DK Metcalf. Not to say that Lockett's going anywhere anytime soon, but this gives Geno Smith uh, an additional weapon there, and, and you know they're going to need that in that division. Uh, so you know, I I thought that uh, I'm glad to know that we all thought receiver and we all thought different receivers, uh, but I can't I can't argue with any of the others too. I think you know Zay Flowers is. He, you know, his quicks, um, reminds me a lot, like a poor man's Antonio Brown and Johnson's my favorite receiver in this draft. So I, I agree with them. And if, if, if he were there and I were Seattle, I would have flipped Johnson in here. I think.
0: Now getting another, uh, Bermanism, the LA Chargers. the Chargers yeah. are on the clock. And Dave, you took, you took the, you took the USC pit guy here.
2: Broke my heart Pitt, to do this. that. Um. Uh, but can I say at this point, there is no more effective uh, pitcher with an 11 to 1 lead than Rich Hill
0: yeah, he's um, good. in the game. Pirates are putting up some runs today, man. They're it's on like a streak Colorado, since, Colorado, since, so it's like playing, since the uh,
2: opener. <laughs> since the opener, they mm-hmm. have alternated losses and wins every mm-hmm. game and continue that streak tonight so far.
0: Oh, wow. I, I didn't realize that.
2: <laughs> so. Not that that has anything to do with Jordan Addison, but it makes me feel better than having to talk about him. Reflection. With Kenny Pickett, um, for good. At this point.
0: You have Addison. I have. This is where I have. Um, I have Quentin Johnson here going to the, uh, going to the Chargers. Uh, Joe, you have, you have Kalijah Cansey here, which makes some sense.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I I agree with you guys. I mean, the Chargers do need receivers. Uh, and I, I can see them easily going receiver. I'm not a big fan of this receiving class. Uh, and frankly, I'm not sure that any of them are true. Number one draft picks. Uh, you can make an argument that the ones we've chosen already are first rounds because they're being chosen in the first round. But, you know, ultimately I, you know, I was thoroughly unimpressed with this class, save for Quentin Johnson. Um, you know, and when I say that, a lot of these guys will have long careers in the pros. They're they're going to be good at what they do, but they'll be number twos, right? You know, and in here in Canty's spot, they need someone in the middle, of that interior line. He's a good fit for their defense. You know, I think, um, you know, I'm surprised in my mock draft that he lasted this long because I've heard rumors of other teams that are higher than him, uh, higher than the Chargers are, looking at, at you know, getting him even in, as close to the top 10 or 12 uh, but for me, I think schematically this is a really nice fit there, and with Bijan Robinson off the board and the, you know, Austin Eckler requesting a trade, you know, stuff. Um, you know, I think they can they can get a running back in the next round.
0: And uh, Emmett, you took a receiver, but you took a tight end here.
1: Yeah,
3: yep.
0: Yeah, Luke Musgrave. Uh, need equals
3: board, and I will. You know, when his name is announced, uh, whether it's with the, the Chargers or whomever, uh, a lot of fans will say, who, what, what, you know, what's this guy's story? And I'll hazard a, a guess that uh, most of the folks that tune in to Draft 412 don't stay up till one in the morning, uh, you know, one Sunday morning. Uh, they certainly don't stay up that late for Oregon State. But he, he's worth it. Uh, and he'll be a real nice addition Uh to, to that team, uh, you know, give them, give them another weapon for, for Herbert and just hope that that uh, boy genius head coach doesn't screw it up somehow.
0: And by the way, that was pick 22. His 21 was forfeited uh, by the Miami Dolphins. So uh, that's that's the reason the Steelers have the 32nd pick, but it's actually a second-round pick.
2: I thought you said the char- Chargers were going to forfeit it for taking Addison. <laughs>
0: Um, the Ravens, this is a team that you want to talk about another, another organization. Um, and we, we, are all over the board here as well. Um, as we get, no, actually we're not as bad as I thought. Um, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. We have Tuesday flowers that'd be me and Emmett. We have a Quentin Johnson. That's you, Joe, which that's like a, that's a nice pick. And then Baltimore, you have him. Christian Gonzalez slipped in your draft, Dave. He did slip in my back.
2: draft a little bit, but uh, if he makes it down that far, um, that's that's the but secondary Baltimore. was not uh, exactly Baltimore' strong suit last year, and um, I think that would be a, uh, a home run pick at that point for him.
0: In my life of watching NFL drafts, Baltimore always seems to get them defensive players. That you're like, man, how would they get him, yeah. but um. That that could be the 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 yeah, case there as well with uh, Gonzalez. Minnesota's we're we're going through this first round here. Twenty three. Um, Dave, you have them taking Ringo, so you have him going mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmett, you have Joey Porter Jr. You have him sliding. You're a Penn State boy, and you have him sliding.
3: Uh, let, let's be clear. I cover Penn State. I'm not a Penn State boy. I went to Pennsylvania <laughs> College. The only thing I'm really a fan of, a Penn State, a true hardcore fan, is the wrestling program. Um, just I, 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 again, a hunch. Uh, I, I know pe- a lot of people harp on the lack of interceptions. For me, a lot of often not having a lot of interceptions is a good thing because it means they yeah. don't throw at you. Uh, but I was at his pro day and he did clank uh, a few off his hands. If, you, if you're familiar with the, the meme of the little girl trying to grab the, uh, uh, the, the big uh, round ball and it hits her in the forehead. That was a little bit of Joey uh, on, on, on his pro day. And I, and I think uh, when you look at the tape, you're going to see an unsure hands uh, that he can get to the ball. He's just not sure what to do with it when he gets there.
0: That's nine out of 10 cornerbacks. So that's why they're cornerbacks, not receivers, right? That's the old adage. (laughs) But we all, we all, I went, um, I I agree with your cornerback takes, guys. Um, Joe, you took Deontay Banks. We just talked about him earlier from Maryland. Um, I I can't say anything but good stuff about him. I, I went the opposite way of you guys. I took a quarterback, I took my fifth quarterback in the first round. And it's, I took Hendon Hooker. Um, I know there's like a big buzz going on around him. I know it might not pay out, but I know in the years of doing NFL draft stuff, there's always going to be that one quarterback that goes later in the first round. And, and I I like, I like, I like Hendon Hooker. Uh, He's got potential. He's going to be out. You'll have to sit him out a year or two as he's coming back off of an injury. Um, I I like Hendon Hooker here. So, uh, from Tennessee. And, a guy that i got it throws a really good deep ball um that's that's a guarantee the only thing i don't like about Hendon hooker is tennessee's uh offense is very gimmicky um and i struggle with any of the, the receivers coming out of there as well um with that the gimmicky of just throwing a ball down the field basically kind of thing not not really any routes involved in their uh receiving crew um jacksonville the jaguars Emmett, you took Anton Harrison from Oklahoma, who um mm-hmm. they've had they've had um, him going to the Steelers at thirty-two.
3: Um I love him. I, I think he's a real underrated player. Uh, I did consider him to the Steelers at seventeen, but as I had stated previously, I think the mindset is they, they believe in their tackles. Uh but you know, as far as Jacksonville,
0: gotta protect Prince Valiant. And Joe, you have you have the same pick. You have um Anton Harrison going here to Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, I think Emmett and I were on the same wavelength <laughs> there. I mean, they lost a tackle, they replace a tackle, and and you know Trevor Lawrence is the franchise, you know, and uh, they're going to do everything they can to to make sure he stays upright.
0: And Dave, you took um, you took Miles Murphy, you took the uh the edge guy from Clemson. Um, we talked about earlier, good, good edge, <laughs> good pass rush, and I I went with um, I actually went with they're, they're struggling with their linebacking. Their linebacking core is a little weak there. I I might have stretched a little bit here, but I took Drew Sanders from Arkansas, uh, linebacker. Um, I think they they could use help at the linebacker position um, and without trades and that involves. It makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, The Giants, this is your team, Emmett. So you started us off. What did you do for your Giants?
3: I took center from Minnesota, John Michael Schmitz. I know everyone is expecting a wide receiver, but – Right now, the Giants have about 20 guys in the receiver room. I mean, they're none of them are ones, but uh, they went out and they got uh, Paris Campbell. Um, Waller from that they got from the Raiders, he's a tight end, but he's a wide receiver. Uh, their second round pick, Wandell uh, Robinson, didn't play at all last year, and it's a deep draft. You know, they might be able to get a kid like Mingo later in the draft. Uh, with, with Schmitz, you've got your tackles lined up for the next 10 years. Now fortify the middle. Uh, the, you know, he, he can go one-on-one. He's quick enough to help out with the guards. He's quick enough to get to the next level. Uh, it's just, um, you know, uh, like Trevor Lawrence, you just gave a whole lot of bank to Daniel Jones. Got to keep him on his feet.
0: I, I like I. Of all the guys that I covered and was writing about uh, before the, we went to the uh, combine, I like John Michael Schmitz a lot. Um, that's a guy that I wouldn't even – had a problem if the Steelers somehow got their hands on him just because, like you said, he could – he's that guy that will be there for the next 12, 15 years. He's, he's that center that, you know.
3: And this is another area I did in, in, in the guide. It's crazy center too.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I don't mind that pick. I took Jordan Addison from USC. Yeah,
3: that makes sense.
2: From from uh, where? Where where is he from? USC. Baltimore,
3: hey, Maryland,
0: I believe. Joe, oh you took the guy you talked about earlier. You mind to mention him earlier about Brian Branch, uh, the safety you took here for the Giants.
1: I, I did. First of all, I branch is one of my favorite players in this draft, and as Emmett I'm certain can attest. I think his positional flexibility here is going to help an ailing defensive backfield. This guy at at Bama played linebacker. He played star. He played safety and he played slot corner. Uh, The Giants need three of those positions, right? And so here's a guy that can step right in day one, be a tackling machine for them. He can creep up to the line. He can drop back into coverage. He doesn't have the speed uh, that you'd want to see in a corner, but he'll be just as fine at slot as long as you're not exposing him to some of the speed demons on the outside. Uh, and, you know, he, he covers as you know, as, as good as any kind of safety in this draft. So I think it's Brian branch. I, I agree with Emmett too. I think they've made some off season moves. I expect they're going to want more out of Wandale Robinson this year, but the, but the Paris Campbell ad, if he could stay healthy and the Darren Waller ad allow them to go into a second or third round situation. And find their their uh, wide receiver there.
0: In receiving corps, it, it ain't like what you said. It ain't top heavy this year, but there's definitely definitely depth in this uh, depth in the receiver class, like always. Um, so you, you might actually get a better pick in the third or fourth round and a receiver in this kind of draft. Um, uh, Dave, you took um. Deontay Banks, Maryland, and
2: Branch was the other guy considered for that. I I do think that uh, uh, the DBs were a little weak for them last year. Um, but I, uh, out of the two, I like what uh, Banks brings to the game a little bit. I know he has some some weaknesses, especially covering across the middle at times. But um, he's a good athlete, and I, I do uh, I, I I did kind of opt for him a little more in that uh, in that position.
0: Well, once we talk about the Giants, Emmett, you know how this goes. You got to talk about the Cowboys, right? Got to okay. do it. <laughs> so. And uh, Joe, you given a nice pick here for Dallas is uh, Dalton Kincaid from, uh, from Utah. Yeah. yeah, you know,
1: I I did something that, Now this might not be sexy enough for Jerry Jones, uh, but it's it's the right pick for for need. They one Dalton out, one Dalton in. They lost Schultz. They bring in Kincaid. You know, Kincaid is the best passing uh, pass catching tight end in, in this draft he doesn't have the Mark Bavaro-esque Michael Mayer look to him uh, he's not as tall as 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 uh, Darnell Washington but you know as far as hands in this draft I think Dallas would will value that in this position and jumping him and with Robinson off the board uh and some of the other sexier picks for them they might just find you know themselves comfortable here grabbing a guy like this knowing that they've They've locked up the best pass catching tight end in the draft.
0: I took Kincaid as well. Um I had the same same idea as you did. I just think that um, you might not like you might not be the sexy one. People people would want what Emmett takes here for for Dallas. I mean, I, this would be the this would be the home the home the kid coming home, the Bijan Robinson. Nope. Um, I could see that being I, but I'd be shocked. No, I wouldn't be. Uh, in my draft, he just wasn't there, but. That makes sense too i mean um zeke's pretty much as good as gone uh tony pollard got got some they franchised him but uh coming off of a broken leg uh, they could use some they could use some running back yeah and
3: you know anytime jerry jones is involved uh logic goes out the door uh that uh, you know he wants something splashy he wants something that that'll keep the fans revved up and uh and Fortunately, it's a it's one of the best players in the draft um, so uh,
0: it just seemed like a natural fit I, I I can't disagree with that and I told you I've been here in Philly and Dallas have been the two teams I've hearing the most but I me and Joe had him going to Detroit um Joe this is gonna to be on you Dave you took a guy that Joe at the uh, combine. Joe, this is the guy that you talked about and said, man at the Steelers, Jameer Gibbs.
2: Yeah, he's he can catch it. He's a smooth runner. Um, certainly uh, uh, one of the most effective runners I saw last year in the college game. Um, not talked about a, a, a lot uh, uh, when you're comparing him with uh, Robinson, but I, I think this kid's going to make a hell of a back. And um, quite frankly, not the smoothest move in my, in my estimation, uh, franchising,
0: uh,
2: uh, a running back, uh, coming off an injury like that. So, you know, I, to me, that's, that's the move for them.
0: They're being the salesman that he is. and he first told me, can you imagine if Jameer Gibbons went to the Steelers and I'm like,
1: man, just, just, just listen to me here for a second. Just listen to my, my, my argument here. Kenny Pickett needs weapons. Right. We've got thunder. We've got a, 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 a first and second down back like Najee Harris with the, the potential of having an improving line. But you put Jameer Gibbs in as a slot. You put him in 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 Matt Canada's uh, screen, his bubble screen offense, his his jet sweep offense. You put him in there on third downs. He's another receiver on the field. And the guy I hate to say because, he you know, I like I compared him. I know at the combine to Reggie Bush like a USC Reggie Bush, not an NFL Reggie Bush. Uh, but, you know, he does – he reminds me of of maybe a little slender, maybe a little shorter Alvin Kamara. I mean, the guy can do everything on the field. Now, do I want him running between the tackles like Kamara does? No. Uh, but I think that, you know, if he were to slide into the second round, I personally would have a hard time passing up on him at 32, even though it might not make any sense on the Steelers draft board. He is such a weapon. I agree with Dave, and I am jealous that in his draft, the Dallas Cowboys
0: got him. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's his name. at about like I said, he brought him up there, and he, he, he. he what he just told you, the guys there, he won me over, and I started thinking about it. Um, <laughs> never have can never have enough weapons on offense, especially a guy that. Like you just mentioned. Kid.
2: You can't have enough weapons on offense. They need weapons on offense.
0: You can line them up. Like he said, line them up in a yeah. slot. Show me a guy. Show me a linebacker. Most safeties are going to cover a guy like that off the off the line. Yeah, you have
1: to put a corner on him. Yeah. You have to. You've got to account for him in a way. Every time he's on the field, you have to account for him because every time he touches the ball it could be a touchdown. I, I agree. Uh, and, and there's only two guys in this draft that are like that. Uh, he's one of them, and in, in, uh, in A-Chain from Texas A&M is another. Those guys are so fast. Uh, and, you know, I I don't want to talk about something that isn't going to happen, but if I had my druthers and he was around at 32, he'd be wearing black and gold. Just,
2: just for him, he, he has a future five, Hall of Fame quarterback who can get him the ball.
3: Well, then then he wouldn't be coming to Pittsburgh.
2: But that's it. The draft
3: it. network. Put Get
2: back in game. that dark room, Emmett. Think they clearly.
3: Had, uh, uh, I think sixteen players that had a first round grade on them this year, and Gibbs was number six. So there is validity uh, to Joe's somewhat spacey. It's
1: delusional. It, it is delusional. I will admit it. It's delusional. But hey, we can't help who we love.
3: He nice. is. He is pining for the days of the gladiators.
1: You know. You really. You really can't, can't help. help.
0: But it's disc- not help who you love. Steelers, some huggy Gibbs in the second round. Wherever I'm at, Joe, you're getting, you're getting, a, you're getting like almost like a congratulatory.
1: I want, I want the calls. I want the accolades.
0: Oh, you're going to get it. You're going to, I'm going to be like, <laughs> you're calling man. Um, Buffalo, they're the team that we already talked <laughs> They could trade, they could trade up. Uh, rumor is they're looking at running backs, even. Um, they're looking to add more weapons to their offense as well. Um, Joe, you have a guy. I like this guy too. He's like a sort of forgotten edge rusher, uh, Will McDonald, um, the fourth from Iowa State. Dude, he's he's one of them guys on on film. He just he's, he's relentless off the edge. Um, yeah, I,
1: I covered the edge guys for the for the guide, and and like Emmett said a, f- a few minutes ago about Luke Musgrave, no one watches Iowa State football. That's not watching big 12 games and so folks that pay attention to draft 4 one two might not know who he is uh but this guy is a relentless, relentless edge rusher uh and i think buffalo needs they saw what happened last year one injury and their their entire pass rush went away for the rest of the season you know and i think this is a place where they can they can safely address it with a value pick here uh also with a guy that um can bring upside i mean let's uh, you know granted i know he played at i if if you put will mcdonald on ohio state or you put will mcdonald in alabama or some other people would know his name uh but because he's an ohio state player or iowa state player people don't and that's a shame and i think buffalo gets a steal here
0: emmett and dave Mm -hmm. and me we all went with clemson guys here um emmett me and you took miles murphy here but the same idea joe just talked about um it's a little bit of a slip i mean he can go he's one of them guys yeah. that can go top 15 top
3: he's too good to be on the board at 28 i i had no choice that was uh i felt it would have been professional malfeasance <laughs> had i left him on the board at any
0: <laughs> and dave dave went with a different clemson this this Clemson player was the one originally the first couple mock drafts i watched or looked at before um we really started getting into our own walks. is Trent uh this kid is supposed to go to Steelers as one of the picks Trenton yeah. Simpson the linebacker yeah. out of Clemson
2: he's a, he's a tad light uh but very athletic uh smart smart player um I, I think buffalo gets a good pick here and hey there was 1974 the Steelers were criticized for taking a light middle linebacker out of Kent State by the name of Jack Lambert and we all know how he ended up um so, but this this kid has a lot going for him. I, I think Emmett had him as the number one linebacker in the in the book, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But uh, um, I I think makes the Buffalo defense that much stronger.
0: Cincinnati, Emmett, me and you are on the same uh, wavelength here. We took, and this is a great weapon to give Joe Burrow too. By the way, uh, we we got Darnell Washington from Georgia, who, if anything, should be a um, a red zone target that. You gotta mm-hmm. cover Chase, you gotta cover, you know, you gotta worry about mixing on the backfield. Now you got Darnell Washington, uh and Joe has the same idea as us, but he took Michael Mayer, uh, Notre Dame. So we're we're all in that same let's give Burrow um let's give Burrow something else that he needs to play with because he's got doesn't have enough already. Um Dave, you took Brian Branch, That makes sense too. Cincinnati's a uh, weak in the in the back end that are uh yeah. secondary and, and getting branch here is not a bad not a bad pick as well there so i i, I think we're, we're all hit, we're all hitting it pretty good right there um we're starting to get away from each other as we go to the saints um that's another like i said that division just kills me right now because i couldn't could not tell you who i'd even think has a chance in that division i think i took this guy here i might be the only one to talk him. Uh, in the first round. Keon White, defensive lineman from Georgia Tech. He's sort of an up and comer, uh, on the boards, um, making a little bit of a name for himself as the uh as the um the marks get going. He could play the edge and he could play inside. Um so a, a team like a four three team or a three four team he could play in either either an M, uh, setups. Uh Emmett, you took Jalen Hyde here from Tennessee. Yeah. Um uh, I'm going to tell you one thing. Me and Joe were at the at the, the combine. You get to see you get to see much receivers running their routes, and I think Joe, me, and you were counting. I think he had two or three drops in a row at one point, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like, like he was. It was like a, a bomb. Even he dropped. I'm like, "Wow!" that's you know. But
3: I told those you things what. can come and go, as we've seen with uh, Deontay Johnson. You know, one year he oh, catches no, I, everything. I, Next year he can't catch a cold. Uh, <laughs> but I just think. You, uh, you can put Hyatt with uh, with Olave, and that's just a that's a matchup nightmare.
0: I agree with that. And Like I said, the only thing that bothers me with the Tennessee thing is um, when you watch watch film on their offense, it's just very not a, not an NFL style offense they ran there. So that's that's the only thing I, I put that. But I have Hendon Hooker going in the first round. So that tells you, uh, <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. Um. Will McDonald, Dave, you have Will McDonald go into the Saints. And then Joe, you have added, oh my I got to get this right. I
1: Adiba, Adiba Warre.
0: Adiba Warre, uh from Northwest. He's yep. a beast.
1: Well, I, I chose him here for the same reason I think you took uh, uh, the Georgia Tech defensive tackle. I mean, this past offseason, the Saints lost three defensive linemen. Now. They didn't have a really good season last year. So there was at least one guy on there that I don't, I don't, I think they didn't want to lose the other two. Maybe they could lose, but just, you know, hear me out on this. New Orleans was dead last, dead last last year in past what past rush win rate. And they were in the bottom six for run stop win rate. They need this position. And I know that, you know, it'd be great. I mean, I, I actually like Emmett's thought on, on uh, adding, um, you know, Jalen Hyatt here or someone like that, but I just think it's so obvious that they have to fill this void. I can't see them doing anything else except for filling this void. And one of these guys are, are going to fit the bill. And I think both of these guys can both, you know, jump inside and play outside. So I just chose one, and you chose the other.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. They um, and like we we just talked about earlier, this, this division's so wide open that um, just. Do what you gotta do. The Saints gotta be one of the favorites in this division now. I mean it's just such a bad division. That's I don't want to keep getting into that. But watch them all go 11 eleven, eleven and twelve wins this year, and I'll be like, oh, man, is I wrong. But I can't I can't see that happening. <laughs> um Philadelphia, the second pick for Philadelphia. And Joe, you took your boy, you took your boy right off the board right here. It hurts,
1: it <laughs> hurts me to say this, but it is so obvious. And I know Emmett did an excellent job. Uh, talking about how the running back position in Philadelphia is devalued by this current administration. But with two picks in the first round and Howie Roseman in our drafts not able to move up and down, Jameer Gibbs still on the board. I don't trust Rashad Penny. The guy's injury prone as as much as DeAndre Swift is. Here's a guy that reminds everybody in in Philadelphia of uh, Darren Sproles or a Michael Westbrook. Uh, and I would say on some of those cases on steroids, I mean, I think, I think this guy's really good. So I hate to see him go to our our cross state rivals, but I think that's where he's headed.
0: You know, I better see him go there than like Baltimore or Cleveland. So it's okay. <laughs> um, Dave, you took Elijah here, Elijah Cansey from Pitt, give Philly uh, a weapon on the defensive line. Actually, Emmett, you took him too. You took Elijah Canty yep. in Pitt right here, and I took Brian Branch to safety from uh. Alabama he snuck into my snuck into my first round, and I do agree with what you said earlier, Joe about Branch. Is you gotta love the guy when you watch him play. Just he had an unbelievable bull game as well. Like his the bull game, the bull season, he was unbelievable when he uh, in his game. I think we'll talk about that in the book. Um, just phenomenal, phenomenal safety there. Kansas City ends our first round. Um, we already talked about Emmett. Emmett, who'd you take?
3: I took Jordan Addison because I thought it was only fair to the young man to let him play with a Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: Sorry, guys. I
1: had a mute because I knew it was coming. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> oh, May a load of guacamoles fall on you.
0: <laughs> Dave, you took the receiver as well. He's a receiver. Yeah. Um, you could easily have went in the first round. For I think all of us, I, I bet you we all thought about putting this receiver in the first round. And Josh Downs yeah. out of North Carolina,
2: I, yeah. I I like the kid. Got to see him obviously as a Pitt fan quite a few times. I I think he's going to be another great weapon uh, in Kansas City, and and uh, you know from a team that really doesn't need any more weapons. Here's another one. Um, and and they seem to be the kind of team that drafts low and and seems to get a lot of value late in the in the draft. And that's why they're their best team in football.
0: I took another weapon as well. I took, I took Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Um, they lost their deep threat with Tyree kill, which really didn't do anything as they won the Super Bowl without him. So, but I think Jalen Hyatt will give them that one more weapon. Like we talked about, I mean, when you, when you pick 32nd, 31st, you, you have a, you can basically do whatever you want. Your team's already good. You, that's when you basically fill in, just fill a spot or go after a weapon. And they do that. They got uh Edwards Hilaire, I think 32, the one year, uh, when they pick last. So KC does do a good job when they when they draft uh late like that. But like I said, when you're a Super Bowl you're defending Super Bowl championship team with a Hall of Fame quarterback, Emmett, it, it's hard to it's hard to mess that up. But guys, that was a that was a great first round mock. Um People watching this, just let us know that we we, we know we're not gonna be right. <laughs> we, we're gonna have some picks. Yeah. It. Sure. In fact, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have everybody's up on the stage. I'm gonna keep giving the looks every once in a while. But um, we could go a little uh, go a little uh, see who gets the most picks in the first pick, first round. That's um, I, I've done it the last like three or four years with other guys that I was talking with, and if you get six or seven, that's good. Like, yeah. Picked mm-hmm. at that spot by that team.
2: Anything, anything's possible. Who, who thought it was impossible that uh, Rich Hill's um, ERA would be at 5.57 right now?
0: (laughs) Nice knowing you guys. Comment's (laughs) on its way. We have 13 runs on the board.
2: I know. I know.
0: They they score more than the Steelers. (laughs) There's a good
2: day. And that's with all those bad uh, players they put with my boy, Kenny Pickett. Thank God he was there to lift them to those victories.
0: You know, you're, you're making it hard on me, uh, Dave, because I, I love Kenny Pickett too, but. I, I,
2: no, I, no butts. Stop <laughs> with your butts.
0: But, um, guys. Well, great he's, job. He's, um, rational.
1: he's rational.
0: Yeah. I, I try to be. I mean, I, I'll, even though I have to admit, though his last year at Pitt, I remember telling people, you they know, like, "Oh, why would he? Why would Pitt even want him back?" And I was like, "Dude's gotten better every every year he's been there, and he, he definitely got better. His what was his eighth year at Pitt, he got better." So, hey.
2: Emmett spent the year uh, with his photo editor putting a, a Penn State uniform on him and trying to paste him in pictures. So don't believe what he tells you there.
0: And by the way, Sean Tang. I would have, have
3: taken Pickett over Sean Clifford every damn day of the week, and twice on Saturday. Let's be real clear about that.
2: I, I can't argue with you on that.
0: Well, I can't argue with you on that. But um, Sean Tango, thank you for listening in. Sean Tango said, "Great job, guys." He said, "Go Chiefs." He said, must be a Chiefs fan. Um. Don't forget, Sean. If I don't know if you're a local guy or not, but if you're in KC, fly in for this. But get your ticket on www.draft412.com. It's gonna be a great night. Um, Merrill Hodge. here's the book. You're gonna you get a, a book. Will be part of your swag bag. It'll be. It's gonna be a crazy night. Um, it's gonna be every sports, every NFL uh, fans' dream. I mean, basically, big screen. All the food you can think of. You want P.F. Chang's? It's right there. You want Permanis? It's right there. Caliente's? It's over there. Cheetos. Um, there's, there's a little bit of everything going on that day, that night. So come on out. Come up on stage. Say you heard it from the podcast or you just want to meet us guys. I mean, chances are Emmett thinks he's going to give more autographs than Merrill Hodge, but we, we have a over-under on that. I'm, <laughs> so- I'm,
3: hey, I'm, I'm going like. WWE superstar or baseball. I I want a table and I'm charging, baby. <laughs>
0: you're gonna get your own table. But guys, thank you. This is gonna be um, posted as well. If you're catching this late, uh, we'll post a link. I'll get you to. I'll get it to email tomorrow. Uh, Joe, we'll get it on the website so people can um click in. And um guys, thank you. Um, we did do two rounds, but we'd be here till um, sure. it would be uh Tuesday. It's this got over. So
3: did uh, a <laughs> great job directing traffic, JT.
0: Great job,
2: absolutely. I'm fine.
0: But hey, thank you guys. And uh, like I said, get on draft four one two. Check out all the uh, articles, all the stuff going on with us. And um, give give us some feedback. Things like, take care, guys. All
2: right, what? number eight. Number eight.